The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. Um, as uh, it was mentioned, my name is Mukay. I'm one of the uh, senior students at the Village Zendo and also uh, the co-leader of uh, our People of Color sitting group. And um, as I was putting my talk together, I couldn't help but feel about the backdrop that we've experienced these past couple of weeks, uh, especially with the news of the murder of Tyree Nichols, the 29-year-old black man who was uh, killed by five police officers who also happened to be black. And this morning, there's uh, reports of uh, mass shootings again in California. Uh, I think three or four people were killed. And then, of course, the shooting in Israel on International Holocaust Remembrance Day, where seven people were killed. And uh, the shooting took place the day after the killing of nine Palestinians by the, during the Israeli army. All of these, the backdrop of what we've been living with, and so I was thinking about the talk, and one of the things that stuck out for me was last Saturday we had our first, um, our first Zazenkai for the new year. And the, the, the service was beautiful, the opportunity to be together was great, and the talk was quite thoughtful and intimate. And as I was leaving to go home, I had this deep feeling of sadness, this deep feeling of profound loss, as if I had lost a, an, a dear friend or a very an, important animal, but something. And as I was experiencing this, I tried to figure out where is this coming from? What is going on that is this? You know, no one had said anything to me. Uh, there was nothing that had happened, but that's just feeling of of uh, uh, deep, deep, deep loss. And the more I tried to figure it out, I came up with a blank. And I remembered something that I think Yoroshi told us uh, in our early days of training. She said, there, when you go uh, on a retreat or you come from a Zazenkai, it doesn't take much to set you off. You can come back feeling wonderful and then something happens and then krakatoa anger and you know what do you do with it and i began to think is the feeling of peace to be something that we're supposed to the goal of our sitting together what is it we're supposed to feel there's a story within our study text the sayings of layman pong uh, the, the story is titled, The Three Views of Hard and Easy. The story goes as, one day, while Layman was meditating in a sitting hut, he suddenly cried out, it's hard, hard, hard. I've put on 10 coats of linseed oil, but this platform too. Mrs. Layman said, it's easy, easy, easy. Just turn your eyes to the floor lower your feet to it, and be on your way. Ling Chow, their daughter, said, it's neither hard nor easy. 
The mind of the patriarchs is in every blade of grass. Like the layman, how many retreats, zazenkites, and periods of zazen must I experience before I feel fill in the blank? I looked up the use of linseed oil. Besides its being used for medicinal purposes, it's used as a wood finish. It dries slowly, but a seed finish is easily scratched and it doesn't prevent water exposure. So it can, be, it can result in mildew on a, on a uh, piece of furniture. Putting on 10 coats of linseed oil does not give the desired experience. What is the desired experience? Perhaps it's peace, it's balance, it's control. After periods of zazen, I am, am I supposed to feel peace, balance, control? Or am I not supposed to feel sad, angry, and upset? But what if I do feel angry, sad, and upset. Does that mean the Zazenkai, the retreat, was a failure? Or am I a failure? Mrs. Lehman says, just turn your eyes to the floor, lower your feet to it, and be on your way. Dogen wrote, when you first approach the way, you remove yourself from its neighborhood. We all come to practice with the goal of getting something out of it. Improvement, power, peace, control. Practice is something we do, and we do by ourselves. This kind of thinking is deeply ingrained, and it is normal. But according to Reb Anderson, who is a Zen teacher on the West Coast, and the author of Being Upright, he says, quote, when you approach Zen practice, you go away from it just by the fact you are approaching it, rather than realizing it on the spot. He goes on to say, we can't help it. We are looking to improve things. That's the way we see everything. Reb Anderson also refers to a text by Dogen called Zazen Shin. He says that there are two ways to understand the title Zazen Shin. Zazen is Zazen, and Shin means needle. Needle, which is a reference to bamboo needles that was used in the past for acupuncture. So, First, one way to understand Zazen Shin is that Zazen is a needle that we stick into our lives. It's the needle which we care for life. If the Zazen needle is put in the right place, we become tenderized, sensitive, and we are related to all beings. We realize we are deeply connected. Second, Another way to understand Zazen Shin, that it's medicine to treat our attempts to practice Zazen, misunderstandings and all. When we practice, we are in the need of treatment. 
reading this maybe brought some clarity to my deep sense of loss. But Logan goes on to say, Zazen is just like our lives. And our lives are like riding in a boat. You can't ride in a boat by yourself. You raise the sail, you sit up straight, you, chew, you cross your legs and you row with the oars. Although you row, the boat gives you a ride. Without the boat, no one can ride. What you're riding makes the boat what it is. That's mutuality. That's connection. Zazen is the way we care for our lives together. There's a story uh, about a student who approached Suzuki Roshi and asked, why haven't you enlightened me yet? Suzuki Roshi responded, I'm making my best effort. Layman's daughter Ling Chao says, it's neither hard nor easy. The mind of the patriarchs is in every blade of grass. The text says that she was making reference to the teaching of a third patriarch, whose text was the treaty, the treaty, uh, the treatise, excuse me, of, the, of believing in mind, that says the great way is expansive. Treading, up, treading upon it is neither hard nor easy. Very little we, is known about the third patriarch. What we do know is that he lived through a time of political persecution of Buddhism. And that during this time, he remained out of sight and just lived inconspicuously among the general population. It wasn't until after the persecutions had ended that he began to teach formally and had a huge following. But he gives us a gift, the third patriarch. The way does not end with a zazenkai or retreat. The patriarch, and I'd like to add the matriarchs, support us, support me, no matter the feelings or the situations that I'm in. It's easy to explain, but I do think it's a bit difficult to understand. So, what does that leave us? Is it hard or is it easy? Or do we tread on, on the leaves of, of, of grass with the support of the, of the matriarchs and patriarchs? I'll leave you with a gift that uh, I got on retreat from someone who's on this call. And you'll probably know the gift when I, I repeat it, and you can join with me if, you, you, if the words sound familiar. And it goes like this. You put your right foot in, you put your right foot out. Put your right foot in and you shake it all about. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Thank you.